0: I'm Alan. I'm Kaylee. And my name is Danielle. And you are listening to Target Snarket, a weekly podcast from Broad Digital Consulting.
1: Hello, I'm Alan and I became podcast daddy this week because everyone is too busy. And so I got to pick the topic and do whatever I want, which may or may not be that great for anyone (laughs) we are about to find out.
0: And I'm Kaylee. I'm going to do the rest of the intro cuz Owen just got so excited about taking it over. This is Target Snarket, a weekly podcast by Broad Digital Consulting. If this is your first time tuning in with us, this is an interesting episode to start with, uh, but it rounds out really like who we are as podcast hosts. And uh, so thank you for joining us today. And if you're a returning listener, thank you, thank you, thank you for enjoying us discussing bad businesses, sustainable strategies, and calendar daddying.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you, (laughs) Kaylee. I was like, (laughs) I'm the boss, and this feels so good. And so also, this is anarchy. (laughs) I wonder if Danielle's going to listen to this one. We'll find out. (laughs) Uh, anyways, today we plan to shit our pants. And aren't you guys yes. lucky you're listening or watching, and this isn't a live version of Target Snarket. Um, we're not going to lie. We are a staff that may or may not be a little witchy, like Danielle pulling tarot cards every day this spring, and the cards like being eerily correct. Do you remember that? Yeah. I kept getting pictures of her tarot spreads and her being like, this is not a good one, dude. You shouldn't be signing any contracts right now. What's the astrology say? (laughs) Or Kaylee treating Halloween like it's her Christmas. You should see her fit if you're listening... Kaylee, yes. describe for us what you're wearing. Please.
0: <laughs> so we got started with a serial killers documentary and chill hoodie. And then <laughs> we have some accessories that are tiny butcher knives with blood off, dripping off of them. Um, I did decide to go sans the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. I thought that might be a little too much. So too <laughs>
1: the limit. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is definitely the limit. <laughs> um, well, and I was saying I don't have any spooky clothes on, but I do have a tattoo of a ram over my throat that has a yellow third eye. So like, I feel like, you know, small things, (laughs) small things like permanent. (laughs) defacing of my body anyway so uh we thought we'd better commemorate the days leading up to Samhain Halloween Dia de los Muertos whatever you call it in your little corner of the world um when the veil between worlds lifts and lets in the fairies and the ghosts and the banshees and the goblins and do a very very spooky edition of our business and marketing podcast yay I mean, we are constantly talking about like familiar horrors of the workplace, like bad (laughs) bosses, annoying coworkers, never-ending deadlines, um, and like overdue tasks, bad tech integrations. Oh, my God. Permissions. Poor Kaylee. Permissions. Meta suite. Meta Meta business suite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you know that I'm someone that is constantly issuing RTO, but we're about to dive into stories from the workplace that actually may make everyone question returning to the office, largely because they are legitimately terrifying. We found real stories from across the internet about haunted workplaces and are here to share with you, dear listeners, the joy in being thoroughly spooked.
0: Trigger warning, though, this episode has talks of murder, suicide, and spooky occurrences, so take care of yourself and don't listen or see us next week if this is not the right pod for
1: you. All right. Are you ready? (sighs) Yes. All right. Here we go. Okay. Give it to us. First story. Come on. Come on. Okay. So we're starting with haunted buildings, office buildings. Okay. Um, and I went through and picked like, there are quite a few of them, obviously. Um, but largely, I found a lot of stories in LA um, and New York City is a big one, too. So the first one I picked out was the Bullocks Wilshire building in Los Angeles. So okay. it was built in 1929 as a luxury department store, um, and it's like an Art Deco icon, um, and it attracted like, famous shoppers in its, its heyday. Today, the building is part of the Southwest Law School, um, and the final scene of the film Ghostbusters was shot on top of it in the early 1980s. Yeah. And that's, that is not its biggest claim to fame, believe it or not. Wow, that was in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. I'm watching Ghostbusters tonight. So so according to the website Paranormalistics, there's a rumor that in the 1930s, a a man pushed a young girl into the elevator shaft, um, letting her fall to her death. During renovations for the law school, a security guard reported hearing a girl crying in the elevator shaft. <laughs> we just started. I already got chills on my back from that. <laughs> um, during the renovation, construction workers also reported finding secret passageways leading from the late owner, John G. Bullock's penthouse to various parts of the building. <gasps> that has major creep factor. You That's know? like
0: H.H. H. H. Holmes-y. H.H. H. Holmes created uh he's America's first serial killer, and during the World's Fair in Chicago he built this um haunted or it's like his death castle, it was called, oh where God. he built a bunch of like hallways that would go into people's rooms and he could like pull a lever and the bed would go and they would go into a dungeon and shit. It's that's so wild.
1: Creepy. I know. Imagine doing like construction on a building and finding passageways from the penthouse into like other rooms. I can't I literally can't with it. Um other oddities reported including lights turning on and off by themselves, windows and shades opening and closing on their own, footsteps on the stairway. Um and several construction workers actually resigned after being spooked by unexplained occurrences in quotes in the building's clock tower that's wild so
0: people actually like quit their job i mean i would i would as soon as something happened i would be like bye no (laughs) not worth it not worth the devil following me home absolutely
1: not i know and like here's the thing i'm not actually a skeptic but like i like to like look at things from all sides and I'm like you know did the construction workers did one thing happen and then it spread and they spooked each other out but like to actually quit a job in when did when did they it doesn't say when they redid the reconstruction but to actually quit a job because something scared the shit out of you so much like (laughs) you're like I am not going back there I would rather starve thanks (laughs) you know
0: i want a documentary on john g bullock now i want to know what he was using that building for it's
1: very mr march from american horror story too like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. give us more give us more or like (laughs) honestly we should like research more if the listeners want it we can dive Mm. into these you should tell us in the comments how was that was that good that was great that was great podcast daddy Love a plug thank you <laughs> thank you okay are
0: we ready for our next spooky building i am okay we are going across the country to a pretty ac- iconic building and i'm not shocked that we're talking about this building not at but all. the empire state building all right so the empire state building is said to be haunted by evelyn McHale, who became known around the
1: world in her day as the most beautiful suicide have you heard this before have you heard this before Yeah. I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but that
0: I was not expecting to read that sentence (laughs) and it changed from page to page. So
1: you know what's wild is I was on my own spooky rabbit hole like a couple weeks ago. And you know, I was just like looking up creepy shit because and then once you do, it's just like never ending. And I came across her suicide because like there are photos of it still, and she just like landed on top of this car in this like beautifully pristine position, and she looks peace and like i didn't realize it was the empire state building until i was doing research for this podcast
0: geez <sighs> <L'Pete>. okay on <laughs> may 1st 1947 mikhail was 23 and jumped from the top of the building and landed on an unoccupied united nations limousine parked 1050 feet below Crushing its roof, shattering its windows, and understandably horrifying passersby. I cannot imagine. I literally, being one of those
1: people. A thousand. I just. Wow.
0: Yeah. How she wasn't obliterated? I honestly do not understand. Me neither. The, the science, science. <laughs> one of those pedestrians happened to be a photography student, Robert Wiles, who snapped a photo of the serene, beautiful corpse. Her fingers still clutching her pearl necklace, just minutes after her death While's shocking photo was published in the may uh may 12th 1947 issue of life magazine oh my god subsequently ran in newspapers around the world as well as inspired andy warhol's suicide fallen body uh serograph in his death and disaster series
1: i know it's so sad <laughs> and like i uh And like her suicide note too, they found it at the scene and she leapt to her death because she didn't think she was fit to be a wife. He's much better off without me. I don't think I'd make a good wife for anybody. Um, And her fiance, she was set to marry him in June, was um, an ex-GI studying in Lafayette, Pennsylvania, told reporters like when he said goodbye, she seemed happy and normal But anyway, today, some people believe Mikhail haunts the building. Um, Visitors to the observation deck on the 86th floor have reported a young woman wearing bright red lipstick, dressed in 1940s clothing. Oh, I got the spooky goosebumps again, like pacing, crying, and rushing through the safety net and jumping. No. No. No.
0: First of all, I feel like that's something you would see and not really notice because so much is always happening on the Empire State Building. First, It's like the number one romantic place for people to be like, I'll meet you on the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> and then you have all these tourists that are just looking at the Empire State Building when honestly you should be going to the top of the rock so that you see the Empire State Building when you see all that. But anyway. Special hint. But then like to just see someone run off and jump through the net. <laughs>
1: i out of the corner like you know i don't know so i get i get sucked down tiktok and i especially get sucked down appalachia like spooky Mm -hmm. tiktok have you been on appalachia spooky tiktok
0: i get face stuff all the time
1: oh see yeah and i get the uh i don't know if it's called body double or something oh yeah 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 we're like people catch pictures and they're like, my husband wasn't there. And literally here's a picture of him in the background. Like mm-hmm. the seeing people out of the corner of your eye thing, or like, I, it just is a lot for me. So like, I, I can't imagine what this, this is like to see, you know,
0: I wonder if at this time, New York had the rule yet of no windows can open. Because for those who don't know, that's the exact reason why windows cannot open all the way in New York. Really?
1: Mm -hmm. I didn't know windows couldn't open all the way in New York. First of all. They
0: like usually open a little bit or they're the like this way one. Uh, Same in Vegas
1: for the same reason. Wow. I did not know that. Yes. (laughs) Uh, that's and like, oh, and like
0: i wonder uh, if people who work at empire state building see something through the window
1: oh, you know no i can't you just made that <laughs> up and i can't <laughs> pants have been shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you've um, ever worked at the empire state building please comment below is this something is- that people have experienced of like you just see something fall <gasps> or like you think you see something
1: fall and so some people say that um there like an, a woman actually talks to them and tells her her husband died in germany during the war Ooh. and that she can't imagine life without him and then jumps and reappears in another part of the deck and does it again
0: oh so it sounds like a cyclical haunt like she's stuck on repeat almost
1: oh i cannot it's like so sad too that's interesting
0: that's her story though With like oh, my husband died in Germany, like, because he didn't. If, yeah. So did she tell people that and then throw herself off? Or like, I wonder if that's kind of a part of it all.
1: Yeah. Yep. And I guess ghost study has a uh, a photo, a visitor's photo of Ooh. a strange white cloud leaping from the deck that exists. So people can Google
0: I would want to see that because a cloud leaping off the top of the Empire State Building might be a cloud. Right. So I would need I
1: would need the proof on that. Yeah, we have healthy skepticism <laughs> here. <laughs> I would need I would need the magnifying glass. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know and with the age of like photo doctoring and mm-hmm. AI, like I do wonder if it's going to get harder to believe in this shit. You know,
0: well, I mean, our age range grew up around creepy pasta, where that's basically what happened of people created fanfic of horror things, and then it just people started doctoring images so that Slender Man was real and stuff like that. So I totally think AI is going to maybe add add greatness to add, spookiness add
1: lore well and like you think about it like lore is so um like and storytelling is so integral to be like being a human and mm-hmm. i know when we like jordan and i were down one of our appalachia rabbit holes we were on reddit and there's like a reddit about spooky tales and you read them especially with regard to national parks you'll have a lot of oh yeah talk about uh staircases that appear out of nowhere um but then if you do a little more research you realize that there is this kind of like subsect of people that are storytelling and creating lore and you don't Mm -hmm. actually know how much to believe of it like like sort of a bigfoot situation you know yeah Um, I stole half of your story. So do you want to read the next one? (laughs)
0: Sure. (laughs) All right. The next building is the Bisman building. So this is on uh, Main Street in Mainsfield, Ohio. Middle America. Middle America. This is dirt and mud America. (laughs) (laughs) Down home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, the Bisman building today remains in excellent condition and continues to tower over downtown Mainsfield. It is now home to Pirate Printing, a successful printing and embroidery business owned by the Bisman family, as well as a popular ghost hunting venue that's been featured on several TV shows on the paranormal, including My Ghost Stories and ghost hunters
1: the rhode
0: island classic love me a ghost hunter i love ghost adventures but ghost hunters is a place in my heart because it's a bunch of plumbers doing it amazing and, <laughs> i didn't know in that. The lake, yeah they're plumbers in rhode island and this is like their side hustle is ghost hunting.
1: so cool
0: In the late 1800s, the building was the last place that a little girl was seen called Ruthie, whose photograph still sits on a fireplace mantle in the building, who was raped, murdered, and stuffed in a pickle barrel in the basement. When the employee who had suspected of killing her was asked to leave the building, the elevator malfunctioned and decapitated him. The Bisman family believes that Ruthie had her revenge then, but both
1: she and her murderer haunt the building and the man's angry spirit has come to be feared. This one is so rich. Like, when I was reading about it, I was like, he was immediately decapitated. Like, the building, the building killed him.
0: Yeah, that doesn't happen to just, like, Uh I, I would assume that doesn't happen to someone who didn't do it. That would be such bad luck if he (laughs) didn't do
1: it and then just got
0: immediately decapitated by the building. Oh
1: my god. To me, it's like this building has a personality. It's not like, it's almost like, yes, the building's haunted, but the building is also a ghost. (laughs) The building was like, hell no.
0: Wow. I would never take the elevators in my life in that building.
1: It makes me not want to take Only on the stairs. And how does someone get, I mean, oh, I guess it. Was-
0: I lost, I don't, I didn't hear a single thing you just said. <laughs> I can't hear you
1: right now. Where did it stop?
0: It that stopped was so right creepy. before the rant.
1: <laughs> no, 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 I just got scared. <laughs> I just got scared and it's a pulse guy. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: That was so wild.
1: What? I'm dying. I don't... Get me out of here. I'm alone. I'm home alone. I'm in Ireland. This place is spooky.
0: Okay. That's it. We're respecting
1: Ruthie. We're, Ruthie we, did what she needed to do. We're leaving this alone. That we, we have to are, walk away. Yes. <laughs> the poltergeist oh was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Do you know... Irish Ireland is like you know it's like the Samhain was the predecessor for Halloween (laughs) and so like (laughs) I swear to god and I've been here on Samhain the last probably four years or so and like it just hits different it's not even like I can't explain it it's just there's like it just hits different so anyway cool anyway um Rest in peace, Ruthie, and we support
0: women and their rage. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Now we are going on to, we're moving out of just building horror stories, and we're going to people's personal office horror stories.
1: All right? Buckle up. So...
0: Here's one from an old employee at Mongoose Publishing. I am the employee. Ready? In our old office, if you worked past nine PM, sometimes the printer would just start printing stuff, and you'd be the only one there. Phones would ring and ring, but when you answer, no one's there. Lights flashing on the intercom, and no one was around. So those were some dicey nights. <laughs> if it's,
1: it's it's the intercom for me. <laughs> It's the intercom for me. Intercoms are so scary anyway. At, living here is the first time I've had one. If that fucking thing was going off and no one was on the other side. It's a no from me, dog.
0: See, I'm like I I'm I'm creeped out by a long hallway. So like, is there a long hallway and the lights are
1: flickering. Oh. I'm I'm done. I'm gone. I am going home. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of like, um, I don't know do you remember when you were a kid, did you ever have to like go in a basement or go yes. somewhere creepy and you like walk down calm and you like grab the thing you need and then when you go back, you literally sprint like sprint, up the stairs. Because something
0: was gonna go after my butt. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Something <laughs> spooks you and you go blah, 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 blah. <laughs> get her up the stairs like that would be me i would be like something would go wrong i would be like that's it i'm out and i'm running (laughs) and i'm an adult and i don't care um (laughs) so like i found one this story slayed me because the person recounting it wasn't like stressed about it okay (laughs) she worked for a head start preschool program and said this quote There were occasions that I would be working on off days or times when no one else was in the elementary school building. In the silence, I could sometimes hear what sounded like faint shuffling and whispering in the hallway. No. Number one, no. Very often, (laughs) toilets would flush and sinks would turn on and off by themselves. Second, no. (laughs) One hot day near the end of the school year I had my hair pulled back in a ponytail. As I sat at my desk I felt someone lightly tug the ponytail <laughs> twice. No. no one was there. No. Like like to me this is giving this is giving such teacher vibes. Like it's giving yeah. it's giving I wrangle swaths of toddlers and nothing can impact me anymore.
0: <laughs> There's no child behind me. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like I I read more in like her description, and she was just like, it felt playful. It felt childlike. Now, to be fair, I have friends who are like really into ghost stuff, and they will say like, not all spirits are like, not all spirits, like <laughs> <laughs> not all spirits. Uh, that <laughs> is new merch. <laughs> coming to broad dot broad.digital <laughs> soon <laughs> yeah hashtag not all spirits like some yes. are playful some are fun and i do in my own experiences with like what i would consider paranormal i can say not the vibes aren't always off yeah. Like, you know but sometimes the vibes are off so yeah do you uh, speaking of do you have any ghost stories of your own <sighs>
0: I have a weird coincidence, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. I grew up in North New Jersey, which if you live in the sticks of North New Jersey, they most likely are talking about how some war thing happened there. So Civil War, uh, Revolutionary War, or you have like Indian burial ground stuff, a lot of that dealings. So in the back of our house were remains of something. I don't know if it was a building, an old house, whatever, but the remains were there and we just never dealt with them. We literally called them like the remains. And (laughs) the last night we slept in the house all together as a family, we were like sleeping over because we had finally sold the house after putting it on the market in 2008. And then it took 10 years to sell because of that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we all just sat there and we're talking about like, yeah this is the creepiest fucking house like we all talked about how we all had different experiences in the house but none of us have talked about it with each other like my mom said she would hear like a string quartet or like an orchestra music in the middle of the night around like 3 or 4 she would just kind of hear it sometimes and then the creepiest one (laughs) my sister If I hope she listens but she, (laughs) she used to uh, talk in her room by herself and my parents would be like who the hell are you talking to? No. And she had one of those closets that had like a door into the garage. Like it oh, oh, uh, yeah. would go up into the above of the garage and she was like, "Oh, I was talking to a little boy that lives in that door." No. <laughs> and this happened like multiple
1: times. But I it's- <laughs> I cannot with her. <laughs> Kids? Kids take creepy <laughs> to the next level because yeah. it's just like, I believe you. <laughs> you know but
0: we all had the same feelings in the same rooms. Like it was Wild. it was bizarre. What about you?
1: Well, you actually, I, I, I have my own story, but I do. You reminded me. Of, my mom told me that one time she was renting her first place in Denver and Ooh. she didn't have a kid yet or or my older sister was like toddler aged, and she kept hearing a crying baby and she kept looking for it and it would wake her up and it was just like she didn't have any neighbors you know it was like it's standalone house and she was like it got to the point where i moved i broke my lease and i oh moved oh my gosh she was like there was a crying baby um and i feel like you hear that a lot like the crying baby thing. Oh, kills me. But um, yeah, no, uh here in <laughs> Ireland, one time uh one of my friends went down to this holy well in County Clare and it's like a one it's it's really like beautiful. You walk in and people just have like artifacts left in the well from people who have passed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, she's like, you know, the vibes were a little off. She's like I visit holy wells. They're they're plentiful around here, you know. She's like I visit them often, and so I was like, oh, it's fine. And I walked in and I took some holy water from the well and brought it home. And I was staying with her at the time, and we didn't connect the dots or anything. But later that night, when they returned home, pictures just started falling off the walls, like she- no. all <laughs> Uh-huh. So for first a frame fell in the hallway. We were all watching TV and we we're like, oh, that's strange. Go out there, broken glass everywhere. <laughs> that fell off the wall. We were like, that we didn't like it. Um, and then her husband goes to like fix it, clean it up, and the lights start flickering in that hallway. And we saw this all happening, and we were like, No, 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 no. Anyway, that out of the
0: apartment. What?
1: Yeah, we stayed there and we were fine. And then um, literally for months and months and months, probably six months, I left a couple months later, but things just kept falling off the walls. And eventually they chatted and they were like, you know, have we considered that maybe that holy water (laughs) that we brought in, you know, from County Clare or whatever, like maybe that's the start of things. So they did some ritual and put the water back somewhere and it stopped. It stopped happening. <laughs> I remember cause I was in the States. I'd flown back to the States and I kept getting like every once in a while would be like another picture fell off the wall. Uh The lights aren't working. <laughs> it's like, the worst, part,
0: the worst part is if that happened here, Seamus would just be so blind to it. He, cause he would not, Except that it might be something. He'd be like, "It's like a buttery wall. Nothing stays on that wall. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> yeah. Okay. All of a sudden, four
1: years like later, it
0: throws gets thrown across the room, and he's like, "That happens
1: all the time." <laughs> <laughs> Science hasn't explained that yet, but it will.
0: It's
1: definitely okay. Helpful.
0: So, Alan, this has been super fun. What are our action items from today?
1: <laughs> oh man danielle will be so mad there are no like like don't work in haunted places don't make yes ghosts mad if one interrupts your internet connection and or recording stop talking about that thing like <laughs> just don't not. murder anyone because your soul will be trapped where you murdered them forever yeah like think about that <laughs> Think about that. What about you Caleb? What are your <laughs> takeaways? What are your action items?
0: Uh, I really think that the main takeaway is if we return to office, it will only bring more office hauntings. So, uh-huh. like, and, and we've all been fine with our own home hauntings. Like, we work <laughs> remote, we just deal with them on a daily basis, they know us, but <laughs> until it becomes professionally acceptable to like burn sage, do like have little things around your, like, you have all your different crystals around your cubicle, so nothing's bothering you. (laughs) Like, until that's okay,
1: I have to work from home. I can't deal with office ghosties and my job. (laughs) No, that's too much. It's asking too much. Or maybe we need some sort of movement where if your office building is haunted and they make you RTO, Mm -hmm. you get a severance ghost severance yes you get a severance hauntings are unacceptable work conditions it's like a ghost stipend (laughs) (laughs) we get ghost stipends oh we should get that for working from home too kind of like we get our little office taxi breaks
0: (laughs) if you prove that there's a haunting you get
1: a stipend (laughs) you know i do wonder like Uh, We talked about, like, technology manipulating photos and stuff, but I wonder how technology will advance at, like, detecting paranormal shit.
0: Okay, if we're gonna go into this real quick before we wrap up, I will gladly go into this. So I really like, like I said, I like Ghost Adventures. They're also one of the big shows that gets, like, shat on for being, like, really over the top and whatnot but they have a documentary called demon house where he bought the most haunted house in gary indiana just terrifying city anyway let alone (laughs) if you're the most haunted house there um and like (laughs) the stuff that they were able to detect because they're always the ones that work with paranormal like inventors and they'll work with a lot of people on this stuff they are able to detect um, whether or not it like could be lead poisoning or like if it could be natural things that are causing these hallucinations. And so you can kind of say, okay, it, they don't have high levels of detection of lead or like carbon monoxide or whatever. so it's not that but that video this poor little old man who was a little inventor it was his life's dream to like prove that ghosts exist and he did it from that elemental level and his after shooting all of his organs just ceased to work like within a week he just like after being in that home all of his organs just stopped working i don't like that (laughs) and like the cutest little man. And he was literally like, I think this is my sign that ghosts are real, like at the end, because he's just like, nothing in that house was detectable. Oh, God. Anyway, I do think it means that the technology could be there. But I also think that having that technology to show what it isn't, like you can say for certain it isn't this thing, that'll be more important.
1: That's really true process of elimination. I hadn't thought about that mm-hmm and anyway, demon I'm house so, for rent sc- on amazon prime oh awesome. yeah i like also too because i was raised catholic so were you weren't you you like yes i was i watched it like this like yeah it's like <laughs> it's <laughs> like, like the like demon's the- gonna come in my mouth if i show it like <laughs> I know. that's And that's, I've talked to other people who were raised Catholic and it seems to be across the board. Like we can do a lot of things, but once we get into, in fact, I don't even want to say it right now. That's like demonology like, stuff? Yeah. I get superstitious mm-hmm. and I get weird about it. And I, yeah. And I suffered from... um sleep paralysis for a lot oh. of my early 20s um but i i also was struggling with my mental health and not like had a bad erratic sleep schedule which mm. can cause it but like sleep paralysis in combination with a catholic upbringing demon shit i have my limits mm-hmm. <laughs> of what i can tolerate because it scares the bananas out of me
0: well, then you won't want to watch this movie because it literally starts with a trigger warning that people feel like they have gotten bad juju after watching the footage. Absolutely I have watched it not. twice and it has not happened to me. I have had a boyfriend put a blanket over my dog because he's like doc didn't consent to watching this movie and if he gets a demon attached to him it's not okay
1: yeah that's so true <laughs> incredible oh my god this episode was so fun yeah. let us know if you want us to do more because we yeah. <laughs> also i would love to see danielle spooked we need to get danielle on a spooky episode oh. does she get spooked do you think
0: i don't know because she's like north dakota too that i feel like she would be like i can explain it it's yeah. fine
1: yeah <laughs> she's north um, and gemini gemini yes. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like the combo but she did do tarot cards that is spring. true so okay
0: well that's our episode for today folks thank you so much for tuning into another episode of target Snarket. make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or if you're watching our faces and my burrito blanket on youtube make sure to subscribe <laughs> hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes and shorts please head on over to our pages at target snarket on TikTok Instagram and LinkedIn for the professional shouties and follow us for clips announcements and memes also while you're checking out our social pages drop your own spooky scary story with us in the comments please. um but what- yeah. Whether it's like a spooky office event, um, you hate your boss and that is its own horror story, whatever. We want to hear it. We need these stories to survive to our birthday month, November. So please, we need. Okay. <laughs> Tune in next week for more fun in business and marketing world. And maybe it'll be less spooky, but maybe. Okay. Bye.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Target Snarket, a weekly podcast brought to you by Broad Digital Consulting. You can always learn more about Broad Digital Consulting on our website, broad.digital. That's B-R-O-A-D.digital. Or you can find us on social media using the handle at Target Snarket. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode And if you're feeling so inclined, we'd love for you to review our pod if you like what you're hearing.